buried 50 feet below my native Texas soil, my top secret underground bunker broadcast to you live from the badlands of Texas. You're listening or watching Midnight Radio. I am your host, Jerry Adams. Hello, friends. How's everybody doing tonight out there? I hope you're doing all right. You know, everybody, I was talking to some ladies today in the Discord, and I have a message. I have a message for all you incels that, that listen and watch, and I, I know you do because you talk to me all the time in the comment section. For those of you tuning in, please subscribe, hit that bell, and that way you can join in the conversation here. But I got a message for you incels, you low-life, drop-shipping, butter-scotching, random, sorry, smacker-jacking, YouTube-trolling incels. Well, the girls wanted me to deliver this message to you. Hey, don't shoot the messenger. That's just what they said. Oh, and before I forget, one more thing. They said they wanted me to give you this from the bottom of their heart. They said that's a kiss for you. I don't know. You know, that was my, my father's favorite joke. That's a kiss for you. You know, he would come home for lunch, you know, all the time. And uh, make sure he uh, blew a kiss before he left. Hello, everybody. Glad you could join. Warning, the content in this episode might not be for everybody, not just because, not just because of old Sarah Boone, which we're going to be going over quite soon. But, you know, I want to tell you a little bit about my father. I took a couple days off. A lot of you guys sent me some very nice messages, and I appreciate all of it. And uh, very supportive. You guys are very, very, very supportive. And I want to thank you for that. And I want to tell you just a little bit about my father before we continue here, if you don't mind, if you didn't, if you'd so indulge me. Man, my father was embarrassing. Did you guys have embarrassing fathers? I was just going through all these memories, and Maybe some of your fathers were like this. Uh, he never liked going to the grocery store on his own when I was a kid. He always had me go with him, and he was so embarrassing. You know, maybe you've seen it. I saw it, I saw it recently, and this is what generated this uh, memory. But he's one of those old men, uh, silver-haired, looked a lot like Clint Eastwood or Crocodile Dundee, and he'd walk, he'd walk in there, and he's... Let's say he'd go in the meat department or something. He would go in there and he would examine, he would pick up the package, you know, like this, and he'd look at it. And there's nobody around, just me. I'm the only one around him. He'd pick it up. He would pick it up and look at it and look at the price. And he would talk like the top of his lungs. Would you look, would you look at this? I wish you would look at this. And, you know, you have the butcher. He's on the other side of like plexiglass and he's back there. You know, he's always cutting his meat. You know, they always had like the white suits and the black hats like this. And they're down there cutting his meat. And my dad would look at this price. He'd be like, son of a bitch. Would you look at this? It's gone up 35 cents since last week. Who the would pay something like this? Nobody's there. But he's like yelling at the top. Well, I'm not going to buy the son of a. And put it and he put it down there and walk away. And he would do that to every department he'd come and he'd drop something. Uh, he would look at everything. Uh, I don't care if it's a loafer, but would you look at this? I'm the only one there. I'm embarrassed as hell. I'm sitting there turning red as the lights in this room. Would you? God, what are they trying to do? He would go around the whole store like this. He would take every prize personally. He didn't care, he didn't care who, who saw him. Every, every once in a while, 
every once in a while, someone else would be there. Like, I remember this one time, and I think this only happened once or twice, the, the meat department guy was trying to stock something there. And my dad was like, would you look at this son of a who the would do some like that? And the guy's like, I'm sorry, sir. Can I help you with something? Yes. Would you look at this price? Who the do you think you are? I don't rightly know, sir. Well, I'll buy it, but I don't want the son of a. He'd be like that all the time. Was any of your fathers like that? I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed as hell. But that wasn't the worst part of it. The worst part would always be when I left. The worst part would always be when I, I left. And, you know, I'm walking. I'm walking behind him at least six feet to at this point. My memories of this, I'm about 10 years old, you know. So he goes over there to the checkout. You know, he's checking out there. You know, he has a whole, my, my mother would always give him a whole list, grocery list full of stuff. So we had a whole basket. So, you know, I'm like six feet from him as he's checking out. And then I start walking, you know, closer and closer to the checkout. And, and the, horrifying, the horrifying part of this is it's true. So I'd come up close to him. Finally, I'd stand beside him. And, you know, he would let out the biggest... One of these you'd ever heard. I'm not joking. He would do that. And he would turn around to me. He's like, you nasty son of a. I can't take you anywhere anyway. You're you damn. You're nasty. You know, it'd always be the most beautiful checkout woman you've ever seen in your life. And she's like, and she, she gets looking at her face like she doesn't know who the hell did it. And it would also, man, it would make a dog vomit. It was horrible. My dad was embarrassing as hell. I don't know why I told you that story. If I had emotions about things, about being embarrassment, one, I wouldn't be on YouTube, and two, I don't think I would have told you that story. But any of you guys have embarrassing fathers? If you did, subscribe, hit the bell so you can join in the conversation. And I want to hear about your story down in the comment below. Uh, that's an absolute true story. I'm traumatized. Good night, everybody. Wait a second. Here's what we're going to talk about today. We're talking about the case of Sarah Samsonite Boone. And I'm not, I do, I do not gloss anything over when we talk about these crimes. This came from our community. This came from our Discord community. I didn't know about this until it was brought to my attention. All the credit for this goes to them. I know Beautiful, beautiful Waterfall was instrumental in this. I want to thank, thank her personally for this. Because without this, there would not be, without her, there wouldn't be the story, which I didn't know about before. The case of Sarah Samsonite Boone. Let me introduce you to her. Also, I have some other stories I want to talk about tonight. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to get my Sarah stuff in order, which I really already do. But I really want to give you this update first, because this is something we've gone over to previous shows. Uh, I'm going to click you right here. Check this, check this out, guys. This is some good news. Brian Walsh arrested. 
attorney Michael Morrissey Charged, really. has announced that a Happened murder two hours warrant ago has now, been issued in the death three, of maybe. Anna Walsh, the Cohasset mother who has been missing since on or about New Year's Day. Of course, you're looking at video of her husband Brian Walsh now charged with murder in connection with Anna Walsh's disappearance. He had been charged with uh, interfering with the investigation. WBZ's chief I-team investigative reporter Cheryl Fiendaka joins me now to discuss this. And so Cheryl, uh, bring us up to date on why this would have been issued today. Well, it looks like the DNA and all of the blood evidence probably came back by now. We know that they found a knife that was partially um, broken in the basement of the home. They know they found some other blood evidence there. They found other evidence um, at a site where they were searching here in Peabody. This now, all of this evidence from this site here, taken from the mother's dumpster. The mother of Brian Walsh lives in Swampscott. This was a dumpster outside her condominium where the evidence here was found in. Sources tell us the evidence there um, um, involved a hacksaw, a hatchet, some blood, um, and cleaning supplies, and all of that obviously would have gone to be tested at the state lab as well. Mm. And all of that evidence by now would have come back, and they would have all of what they would need to file the warrant for his arrest on the murder charge. And, you, you know, a lot of folks don't know, but you can file murder charges against someone without having the body. Mm. Circumstantial evidence, while a lot of folks think that you cannot be convicted on circumstantial evidence, in fact, you can be and many people are every day. Right, so, so an arraignment will be uh, scheduled for tomorrow, uh, as early as tomorrow, they're saying, at 9... Now, this is the best video coverage I found of this update at the time. It's very telling. Remember, they found items in his, um, in his garage that had blood on it. This would have been at the time they would have had the, they would have had the DNA back from that. Also, he's already arrested, and they arrested him for obstruction. So he's, he's, he's already there. They've already caught him. So that's good news. Uh, this is a good, good video to watch. I'm not going to play the whole thing. I'm going to take this. I'm going to keep it, put a pin in it. Uh, I'm going to put it in the description below the video, guys. Again, if you haven't subscribed and hit the bell, please do. What we do here is we go over wild ass theories, wild ass speculations. I mean, there's so much we cover. We even have documentaries we do. And this is your show. We go over the things that you guys want to. Of course, not have to be interested in it, but you guys are interesting people, or else you wouldn't be here. We filter, we filter through thousands of people for you to find us, and vice versa. So thank you guys. You guys are awesome. Uh, if you want more uh, information about becoming a member of the show, we'll do that after the show. Let's go ahead and go into the Susan. I, I said Susan. I meant Sarah. Somebody wrote Susan in the chat room, and I looked at it. All right, here we go. Here we go, guys. Let me let me get you caught up in here. And this is the words from our Discord. This is a case of Sarah Samsonite Boone. She'll go to trial soon. Matter of fact, we have more about that coming up. She's facing a second-degree murder charge for the February 2020 death of her boyfriend, Jorge Torres Jr., who died of suffocation after being zipped into a suitcase and left inside overnight. Can't imagine what he went through, but, well, after going over the information in the video I have today, maybe we will. The long-awaited trial is now tentatively scheduled to start on April 10th, 2023. Sarah Boone has been housed at the Orange County Jail since 2020. 
I'm going to go ahead and bring this to you. I want you to see her picture. Although I guess you can on the, the thing, but here she is anyway. There is Sarah, everybody. There she is, Miss America. There she is, your ideal. There she is, lighter than air she is. I don't know why I did that. I guess I don't respect murderers very damn much. Don't worry, I'll work on myself. Let me continue with the rest of up the update here for you guys. Miss Sarah Boone, everybody. What did she do? Here's what she did. Jose Torres Jr. was 42 years old when he passed away in 2020. I'm about to play you two different things. First of all, I'm going to play you the video that Sarah captured on her phone as her boyfriend was suffocating in the suitcase. You might want to turn away now. Those of you that are squeamish, I'm not joking. I'm about to play this video. It doesn't show anything graphic other than the workings of her mind. I've cleared it through the appropriate channels. I have permission to play it. YouTube's not going to ding me for it. I've even checked my morals. And I feel like it's important for us to have this conversation. I feel like it's important to shame murderers. I feel like it's important to adjust my camera. I feel like it's important that we have these conversations and we make it socially and morally repugnant for people to commit these things. So here we go. As soon as I pull it up. All right. She recorded it on her phone and she did it like she was going to put it on TikTok or something. So bear with bear with me here. Let me make sure the audio is all the way up so you can hear her. All right, here you go. Whoa. Sarah. For everything you've done to me. Sarah. For everything you've done to me. Sarah. Fuck you. Sarah. <laughs> Fuck you. Sarah. <laughs> Stupid. Sarah. It's my name. Don't wear it up. I can't fucking breathe, babe. Seriously. Yeah, that's when you do when you choke me. Sarah. 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 
Tara, I can't breathe, babe. That's on you. Tara, I can't breathe. <laughs> it's on you. Tara. Real ransom. Might want to get video for it extra. Because <laughs> I got this. Tara. Real ransom. Tara. I can't breathe, babe. Oh. That's what Sarah. I feel like when you chewing on me. Sarah. I Fuck can't you. Fucking breathe, Sarah. Yeah. You should probably shut the fuck up. Sarah. I know that's hard to watch. It's hard to watch for me. I didn't want to play it, so I did anyway. I think it's important to look at the emotions of this. It might not be for all of you. I understand. I completely understand. It's not for me. I'll tell you that right now. I played it anyway. I've said that twice now because I wanted to reemphasize that. Things aren't pleasant in life. These are conversations I feel a society, a free and open society of the world need to have. And I'll tell you why I played that, and it'll be apparent to you as we go on uh, talking about the rest of the story right here. Uh, some of you were asking, I'm surprised he fit. Somebody said, I'm surprised that he fit in there. He was a little guy. I'll give you a quick glance at him, at Jorge right here. There's Jorge. Must have been a horrible death. Now, you weren't actively seeing him die in the suitcase. There's a second video. It doesn't show him actively dying. So, supposedly, what happened is they were, well, should I tell you or should I just let her tell you? Because I'm about to play the body cam footage of the police coming there, finding her boyfriend in a suitcase. You're right. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking she must have had a hell of a time explaining that. And you're right, she did. You're not going to believe what she said. It is kind of like the Twilight Zone. The police interrogation took place the following day. During the interrogation, the police revealed what they found. And they revealed that they found the video that she took. So like I was saying, there's a second video, which I need not play. It's more of the same, except you can tell that she moved the suitcase. She didn't open it, but she'd moved it. Slammed it down even, because before it was on the back, this time she would have had to slam it down, boom, the other way. I noticed that. We're going to see what she says about it. She's interviewed by the police right now. Again, this is graphic trigger warning. Trigger warning, everybody. This is Sarah Sampson at Boone. All right, what I'm going to do. We're going to fast forward to...
go there? Okay. You live here? Yes. Okay, I'll talk to you. We've got to get some information from the fire department. Um, the property manager, I don't know if I should go tell him really quick or just we'll so he knows what's going on. Where is he at? He walked that way. Oh, don't worry about that. We'll take care of that for you, okay? Okay, wait one second, okay? I really about cigarettes. Okay, well, I got my Dr. Pepper on the counter. She wants okay. your Dr. Pepper. Okay, give me one second. Don't bring up by the hall player, definitely. Yeah, I do want to make this comment real quick. She, she's asked for a cigarette. She's asked for Dr. Pepper. You can clearly tell that she was absolutely smashed. Absolutely smashed as she was there with her boyfriend that night. How she was smashed... I don't know. There's room for a conjecture on that. It sounded like a slurring drunk to myself, everybody. But I don't know. Put the time. You got the time you called it? Okay, perfect. You can't go back inside. What's going on? What, who is he to you? Boyfriend? Yes, for like three and a half years. What happened? Last night. Can you pass this to the, uh, around okay. to the SD guy? Stop. They need to find that for sure. Is that loud enough for you guys here? Oh, they're not leaving? Okay. I think I will for It's too loud. No, no, no. Each of them has to, This happened the night before she woke up that morning, stayed in her room. She came down around 12 for a bowl of, bowl of Fruit Loops. Almost said oatmeal. That's when I found him and I took him out. I tried doing CPR and then I called him and then I called you guys. You took him out after he was passed in the suitcase. What do you want? Do you guys? Oh, man. Do you know what it would have smelled like in there? Just saying if you've ever been around him. Expired body. Before the fire department down here? Who? Your husband? Or yes. your ex-husband? Yes. Okay. Where did you live at? Uh, right down the street. Okay. So you were playing and you did come up there. I did. Okay. But then I fell asleep. Okay, okay. You're okay. I don't, I wasn't here. I'm just trying to figure out what happened. I fell asleep. So I don't know if they suffocated or if I got an aneurysm. 
You're saying he zipped himself up in the suitcase, ma'am? Crazy woman, that's his medical condition. No, no, no. All we had was a bottle of wine. Literally, just a bottle of wine. She had two. Doing puzzle artwork. Then we decided to play hide and seek. That's all that I know my wife and I like to play hide and seek every now and then. Oh, by the way, this apartment they lived in was small, very small. Like, I don't know what happened. So how long were you doing CPR on him prior to you calling 911? You tried that all morning? Yes. Okay. And then I called him while I was what doing CPR. What time did you start? Probably giving me a ball apart. Here, let me fill this deputy in, okay? Please, may I have my Dr. Pepper? I am oh, so no, cut mouth right now. Ma'am, and you can't talk to him until we get down with this, okay? Just don't leave, okay, Brian? Thank you, ma'am. I can tell the dumbass is strong with this one. Just give us a second, okay? So, guys, yeah, the phone, the video she just took are, is literally on her phone. They're literally about to get it from her and look at it right there and say, hey, I don't think you're playing hide and seek. What the hell is this? Uh, uh, uh. Do we have an attorney in the house? Do we? Do we? Do we? Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Because I got, I got a question. If we have an attorney in the house or someone that used to practice law or th- is a fan of it, uh, and what I want to know is, does it not matter what you say to the police when they initially are about to arrest you and they find you there? You know, do they, does that not matter? Because it, it doesn't seem like it does. And the lucky bastard of the year award goes to her ex-husband. So kind of tell me how you came here today or... Well, I've been, um, calling... Come down here, we're going to talk about it. I've been calling since... You've been following uh, your ex-wife or current yes, wife? Yes, yes. Okay. No, 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 ex-wife. We've okay. been divorced about a year and a half. Um, yeah, thank you for your problem. About 11.30 is when I started calling to find out because this is supposed to be her day. Oh! Basically, she said she needed to go outside, have a drink and a cigarette. 
I walked back out of the house because I didn't Who called? Did you call or did she call? Well, I called. She called me back when I was on my way to make sure I was coming over. But um, I called her initially. Give me one second, okay? But I called her initially. Do you have water in your car by any chance? I don't Nothing? No, okay, okay. No, I don't. Okay, so she called. You get over here. I called, I called her first. Okay. Um, trying to find out if she's going to get Lucas. That's what she's going on. Um, I got my stuff together, put the puppy up in his crate. Um, when I was starting to drive over here is when she called me to make sure I was coming. And then I got over here right after Did that. you go inside and see? And then I, I, I walked inside the front. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't see the front tile area. Come I, on, step this way. Mm -hmm. I saw legs. Um, I, I just didn't really want to be in here around it. So um, <laughs> I told her. Well, I was just going for the sake of the crime scene, I want to know if I were to find your footprint, it would be because you went this far into the house. So did you actually make into the threshold? I don't think I ever made it to the carpet. I think okay. it was just in that. Um, I've been over here before. Right, so right, I mean. right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I don't think I stepped past you that um, okay. tile area. Okay, so um, I, I touched doorknob. I don't think I touched anything. It did. I don't know if that really matters. Yeah. Okay, so that's pretty much the gist of what you have. I wouldn't be just laughing at a um, crime scene. We're gonna make scene. a few phone calls and then we'll go from there. Okay, you know if he has um, even I would do uh, that. Maybe I would. I don't know. Or, Okay, but you've met him before. I've met him before, yes. Okay. Yes, they've got a full fun history. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, you guys have called him here twice. For the two of them? Yeah, he's been around for like five times. Really? Okay, I'm not familiar with so, I haven't been here personally. It's So they have he, a... He's currently on parole. Here's one thing you need to do. Oh, come on. Don't spend another dime on Amazon until you watch this first. Watch this. I can show Watch this. And your last name, Boone, spell it, B-O-O-N-E. First name, Sarah, S-A-R-A-H. Birth date, 10-10-7-7. So, you've had a second to kind of collect yourself. Tell it to me again. You guys were playing last night, drinking a bottle of wine. Putting puzzles together, doing artwork. Doing puzzles, artwork. Okay. Had a bottle of wine and then decided to play hide and seek. Mm -hmm. So he. What time was that, do you remember? I mean, I know that I was in bed probably by, like, what, 12.30? Okay. Well, I went upstairs at least, and I fell asleep. Okay. Forgetting that he was so in the suitcase. you guys were playing the hide-and-go-seek? Yes. And at some point, you put him in the suitcase? No, he got in the suitcase. So okay. he thought it would be funny to be put in the suitcase, so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to joke with you, and I'll zip you up and make him... Whoa, 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 whoa. What the hell? How? What? He, ah. You're playing hide-and-seek. He wants to hide in the suitcase and you're helping him hide from you in the suitcase. The child wasn't there. You know, squirm a little bit, whatever it is. But then I fell asleep. Mm -hmm. I fell asleep. Where was the suitcase? Right where it is. In it, right down there. Yes. You zipped him in there. Yes. Thought he would be funny a little bit. It jump. was. We both were laughing about it. Okay. And then I fell asleep. Where did you fall asleep at? Upstairs. In your bedroom? Yes. Okay. Totally forgetting that he was in the suitcase still. Okay. And then you came back downstairs. This morning? Or this afternoon, yes, when I got up. Park, what time? 12, 30-ish. I was awake, but I totally forgot that he was in the suitcase. He can tell you there's a lot of 
things that I slash we have been going Jobs. Yeah, he did tell me. Life, all that stuff. good stuff. Yeah, so you're an alcoholic. That's I just he totally said. forgot. You began to do CPR on him. Yes. Yes. Um, about Any what gurgle. time this morning Any did gurgle. you start doing that CPR? No, it was the afternoon. It was the afternoon it was because the afternoon. I was awake, but then I finally decided to come downstairs at like 12.30-ish, whatever it is, and I was like, oh, I forgot he was in the suitcase, and he wasn't moving, nothing was happening, so I unzipped and unzipped and unzipped it, took him out and started doing CPR on him. He was on his way over here. I called you when he got here. Once he got here, you called him? Yes. Okay. And it, he called like, you. Air call. was coming out, and he was gurgling, but mm-hmm. I could just tell by looking at him. But you knew how to do CPR. You doing that on your own? Yes. Okay. And then right. the person that was on the phone with me also, I counted with him doing it. And he's got no medical. She he said a bad word, so they bleeped like, it. I don't know That's medical wise. Like, I know he doesn't take any medications whatsoever. Okay. Um, the only thing, like I said... I don't know if alcohol had to do with it, but we had a bottle of wine. Okay. Yeah, All right. it did Here. in your head. I want you to sit back down because I don't want Can you. I have one more sip of water, please? Yeah, go, go on. Denver, 29, residential, audible, 1303 Island Bay Drive. I'll do what I can to get you. Dumbass and wine don't make it. I'm doing that. The maintenance and other property is canceled. Then the kitchen is the front door. Turn to that first place, Motor unit on the channel. More Brian. And your date of birth? Uh, 52775. And your child is in school right now. He's not here with you. No, 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 no. He's okay. in school. He's in school. What, how old is he? This will be a fun one. He's nine. Yeah, your, <laughs> He's your mom's arrested. I start with how you would explain something like this. <laughs> okay. Your, mo- your mama killed her boyfriend. Third grade, third grade. Oh, third grade. Third grade. Okay. Yes. All right. So sit tight for us. I'm sorry it's so hot. Um, maybe okay. the middle of I like this police woman. <laughs> Uh, so we'll take it from there. I'll keep you updated. Okay. okay. She didn't slam anybody's head on the ground or anything. Thank you. No problem. Oh, we're about to get to it, guys. We're about to get I was to have him it. Arrange child here. Okay, good. Child. Why are we muted? Did you get enough water? Oh, that was probably me. No, if you want to stay seated, don't. I don't want you getting lightheaded. We're about to so remember, slap I some cups on your candy ass. So stay, to, stay down there. It's easier for me. You know what I'm saying? They're here. They're going to ask you a few questions and then go from there, okay? All right. Somebody's asking me how old is the man in the suitcase. And let me see. His name was Jorge. He was born. Uh, he's 42. 42 years old. He was skinny. So, yeah, he would fit in the suitcase. A big guy like me, 6'4", wouldn't fit in a suitcase like that. All right, sir, my name's Chelsea, my partner, Scott. Um, to my understanding, you reside here? Yes. Okay, is it just you? Um, We're not going to watch the whole thing. We're going to speed okay. through it. Um, I have a nine-year-old. It's 50-50 with Brian, my husband. Your former husband, Okay. Um, but you reside here with George, and then your son lives with you, or lives there? It's 50-50. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, from what um, has told me, um, she explained um, last night that you guys were drinking a bottle of wine, um, and around midnight, um, you decided you guys... 12 yeah. Okay. So... My question to you, midnight listeners, how do you feel about this? I'm going to tell you 
what her defense is going to be. I got some information from her defense attorney today, as we all did. She put out what defense is going to be used. She was, I think, well, we'll go into, she's having issues with her attorneys too. This is the first of the drama. This isn't the end of the drama. We're going to continue covering this as we go through it in the Discord. If you guys are a member here at Midnight Radio, we have three levels. We have Midnight Supporter, $299, a Midnighter, $499, and a Midnight Rider at $999 a month. You can cancel at any time. Well, the second level to the, to the third level, you can join our Discord. In that Discord, we talk about these cases. We've been talking about this case here since we started the Discord about a month, about a, about a month in now. And, uh, yeah, we got a lot of information. Before it comes to you, guys, it goes through there. You guys decided to play hide-and-seek. Well, we were playing hide-and-seek, and then... <coughs> was your son home at the time, or...? No. Okay. No. With mine. Uh, with Brian. Okay. Um, decided to play... We just did it like that. Like, sure. We were putting puzzles together, and we were doing artwork. And being... What a long... Oh, son of a motherless ghost! And you should click right here... You died death of a thousand camel flies. Yes. Okay. Here? Yes. Like you neither of 
you left the apartment yesterday? I think he drove up to the beach store to get cigarettes. Okay. But I mean, you can walk there. Does, does he have any history of using drugs? No, he doesn't now, because he said he doesn't. But I don't know. He, as I far mean, as you've no, ever known him, you've never no. seen him? No. I mean, he's from Philadelphia, and he, he grew up in Philadelphia, and then he went to Massachusetts, and then from Massachusetts he came down here. So I don't really know... Like a whole lot of like medical history or. How long like have that. you guys been together? Um, almost four years, like three and a half years. You guys been living here the whole time? Yes. Okay. He's never been to the doctor or to the hospital during that. So you can see how this is going to go. They keep asking her, you know, questions, and they don't give her real. She doesn't give them real answers. I'm going to fast forward a little bit here. Uh, I want to know get to the point where they have her phone right. Um, he had, he and his brother got into a really bad thing. At school, he's with your husband. I know, well, ex-husband. Your husband said that, or your ex-husband said he made arrangements for your nine-year-old to be picked up. Oh, okay, mom, probably. Okay. Okay. All right, we're going to go inside if that's okay. Yes, please, but can you guys just keep me posted so I know what's going on? Yes, ma'am. All you have to do is get their attention if you, if you have a question you need to talk to us. He's... Okay. Thank you. Just stay seated, okay, Sarah? I know you're panicking, okay? Just relax. We're coming to talk to you. We'll keep checking on you. I'm sorry. You're having a panic attack. Okay. Yeah. That'll be first thing tomorrow morning. I'll know a lot. Hopefully a lot more. I wonder how long it was before she arrested. As far as him um but i cannot there's no way i could say how why so just by looking at him like why is he purple oh that's just that's normal when someone passes away lividity you turn so there's a heart stop bleeding the blood starts to settle to the lowest points of the body and then this it becomes very pronounced so that's that's what it's called it's called it happens every night this is the kind of stuff that used to happen before I would move into a apartment. I would, I would come in that day and there'd be some crap like this going on. Well, if I said that, guys, as we're going through this and you have something you want to say about this case, please go ahead and call in. The phone number is 325-261-0892. 325-261-0892. The 9-11 call is unbelievable. Is that on our Discord? If the 9-11 is on the Discord, go ahead and call us. He's purple because you zipped him up in the suitcase and you never used for any other purpose. That's a good, Kate. That's a good uh, point. I don't, like, this was totally, like, not intentional like that's what i'm scared about too like oh don't worry we're gonna get you like you said what you're seeing here is common this is us coming out protocol yeah we his age no no real medical history that That i know know of for him to have passed away we cannot i know yeah we come out and do an investigation. Medical examiner's office, we send these people out. This is what we do. If he was 75 
five years old and had a history of heart condition, we wouldn't be here. We just don't know what his, I don't know what we know at that point. Even after I have encouraged him numerous times to go to the and see his family. Oh, get windscreens. She's already worried. She's already worried about the family coming after her because they don't like her. Well, let's continue. Let's continue with this, shall we? We are. We will go over the interrogation. Man, again, the full video of this is going to be in the show notes. Be your English patches. After this commercial break. Bam! Yeah, I understand. Everybody's low on money after the holidays, right? I know I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, usually I have the raw video files, but I didn't tell you. Appreciate you coming in. Yes, ma'am. Can I, I want to ask about these whenever we have a moment? Sure. Now we're going to have some um, real questions. So, obviously... Uh, Let's see what I got. Before I do this, let's go back to the Discord. All right. The full police interrogation took place the following day. During the interrogation, the police reveal they found the video Boone took of Jorge locked inside the suitcase, pleading for help. This is what we're expecting. Um, he received his autopsy, so... I'm going to read you your rights again because we have to talk about that. And since I'm talking about the incident, we just have to do it. Just like we did yesterday. Just like we did yesterday. Remember I read you the rights? Yeah. Yeah. So it's the exact same thing, but since I'm asking you follow-up questions, I need to read them to you, okay? All right. So you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say may be used against you in court. You have the right to talk to a lawyer before and during questioning without charge. If you cannot afford a lawyer and want one, one can be provided for you before questioning without charge. Has anyone threatened you or promised you anything to get you to talk to me? No. And do you understand what I just read you? Yes. Perfect. Okay. So this morning we went to his autopsy, um, and we were informed of some injuries that he has um, by the doctor. So I want to... So he's got... (coughs) Scratch marks to his back. I know what that's from. Okay. And um, it's called a contusion. Do you know what a contusion is? So, like, basically you're getting hit, and then, you know, you, you, you get a mark from it. You'll get bruising. Like, some, okay. someone hit you. 
I'm going to interrupt this to play some voicemail messages here. Oh, I know you like it. We're going to open up the phone lines soon. Hey, Jerry, it's Grant from Australia. Hey, Grant. Um, the interview with of her in the police station was absolutely wild. What a self-entitled person and how she didn't care about this man is unbelievable. Hope you get to see it. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you very much, those of you watching. I really appreciate you joining us so we can talk about this together. This shows a conversation with you. I'm going to open up the phone line soon. And we'll talk to you live. I see there's a lot of first-time callers. All right, we're going to go back to the video. You or something like that, it's called a, a contusion. So he had some injuries to his left shoulder. Um, he had... Um, he had a cut near his like lip. We could see we could see his um, his mouth was a little. Uh, I haven't laid a hand on him. Okay. I, <laughs> also too, I he fell off my son's bike. Okay. So I don't know. And he's notorious for running into the wall or okay. the hall tree. So okay. I. Okay. I what, don't, a, what about the scratches? Because <sighs> there's also sex. Yes. Okay, because there's also like a like a scratch on like the back of his neck, like kind of like going, but it's like going straight across. I have no idea what that's from. <laughs> and they're all recent, like they 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 occurred recently. It wasn't something that occurred post or that occurred a week ago or two days ago, three days ago. They definitely occurred, you know, the night leading up to when he was. In all honesty, all honesty, we have not gotten into it. Okay, that's why like. The only thing I thought you guys were going to ask me about, which I was going to be honest with you anyway, are the scratch marks on his back. Mm -hmm. Everything else, I'm I not going to watch the full is. thing. Oh, no, I one one in the decor. Well, your son was there. All right, we're not going to watch the full video in case you guys are wondering. I do have other things I want to cover tonight. Play the one nine one one call for you right now, and then we're going to go back to the highlights. Of the interrogation. 911, what is the location of your emergency? It's Monday, February 24th. There's a crisis at the home of Sarah Boone prompting her to call 911. Is this a police or medical? My boyfriend is dead. You can send a line for the fire department. Do not hang up. The fire department takes over the call. And for the next few minutes, officials are obtaining critical details about what happened. No, tell me exactly what happened there. My boyfriend and I were playing last night, and mm -hmm. I told him there was some case when we were playing, and okay. like kind of hide and seek kind of thing. So I fell asleep, and I woke up, and he was dead in the suitcase. So I don't know what happened. Okay, you hanging from somewhere, or what, ma'am? No, I pulled him out of the suitcase. I tried giving him CPR. Fire and rescue instruct Boone on how to give chest compressions. Keep on pumping. That's all you need to do for me. Keep on pumping his chest for me. That's, I don't need you to stop and talk or anything. I just want you to count out loud for me, okay? 31. 32. Please hurry. Okay, man, they're getting there as fast as they can, okay? He's deaf and he's purple. EMS arrived within minutes and advised Boone that her boyfriend, Jorge Torres, had been down too long and there was nothing more they could do. 
Boone explained she and Torres were drinking the night before and thought it would be funny if he got inside of a suitcase for a game of hide-and-seek. The next day, deputies returned and arrested Boone and charged her with second-degree murder in Torres's death. All right, we're going to go back to our video here. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. When? When was he last there? Oh, gosh. Oh, how to, I guess, maintain himself where I can do 50 things at once and still know the 50 things more previously, prior that I need to get done. He can't process. But she forgot that she zipped her boyfriend up in a suitcase. And that was one thing she had to remember. She only had to remember one thing. I zipped him up in the suitcase. I was going to let him out, but I forgot. She's in there. What, what the hell is she watching? What, she's in there watching The View or something in the morning. Until 12 o'clock, she's hungry. I'm like, I think I'll go grab me some Mickey D's. Oh, my gosh. I left him in the suitcase again. Yeah, I believe your story. I believe her story. That's like that. He didn't process like that. So it, he would literally, not literally, but had smoke coming out of his ears. So the next thing you know, he doesn't want to deal with it. I'm going to go get something to drink. So the majority of the time, I would hang out outside or do something else because I don't want to drink. Oh, And every not. time, every time, his job broke his heart. And it made me sad because he had so much pride in his job. And the store that he took care of so much totally went downhill. Mm-hmm. And that broke his heart because he had put so much work and effort into fixing it up. And his manager was awful and basically gave up on all of the employees. So I think that had a huge... We don't care about your personal issues. His ex-wife is bonkers. Mm -hmm. She was all over him all the time. Send me money, send me money, send me money. She's better than you, lady. How can I... It's starting to catch up with you. Slow down. Slow down. And another thing, too, is I don't like listening to music with him because he gets too involved in the music, and the music that he listens to is a little rough around the edges, and, like, just... It makes me fractious listening to his music. So I kept asking him, let's not... Let's just you and me talk. You and me will just be the ones that are talking, which was fine. Let's play hide I mean, and seek or make a puzzle or something. Dog, whatever, we could do some like, crochet. Okay, now let's do the painting. We just did the puzzle, took a break. Let's paint now ourselves let's do this. with butterscotch sure enough, and banana pudding. Let's go talking, crazy. Laughing, talking about new let's do some weird stuff. Let's blow smoke out of our ears. While we're doing painting and all that other stuff. Hello, so background noise to him because I think that's what he's used to is having background noise. Where me, I can sit in here all day with not a peep. But he always has to have I wish you would, lady. Noise, which I didn't mind. You have, do you know you have the right cool. to remain silent? And he was interested in showing them to me. Getting excited about movies that were out. Or upcoming. Okay. So in your laptop you're talking about? Mm-hmm. What okay. the hell and movies are exciting nowadays? And then it, we, it was... You said it was a good day. Like, you guys didn't have any... Oh, son of a bitch, it was a good day. It's not a good day now. Oh, why? Why? Oh, I'm so poor. So poor. I'm going to be an insult before this thing is over. When I tell you this, it made me so happy that he actually listened to what I had to say with just, we'll get through it. This will be fine. It's just, it's. 
it's a small hurdle that you and I together will get through because I'm talking about the money, jobs, daughters. Yes. Nothing no. relationship-wise, though. Like no. Is he gonna have to give me spectacles like, out? Conversation about your relationship. I think I, I see some bullshit. Just like what's going on right now. Got it. I try to evoke it from him. Oh so my. He the biggest it pile of crap I've ever I seen in my him life. The volcano where eventually he's going to erupt. Right. And what he is learning is coming there. Oh, and then crawl on the bed and watch a movie. Are you talking about this is like recent? Aren't you kind of like lost me? Like when? What are you? It was a while, like, like a little while ago. Mm -hmm. But now you're talking about now you're talking about tension building up and that you need space. So have you been feeling that way lately? No, we're just. I'm just asking. Ladies in the audience. And uh, viewers, even men, I leave the men out sometimes because I think most of our viewers maybe are women. I don't know, perhaps. My question is this. You guys watch these interrogation videos all the time. I know because you talk about in Discord. My question is this. When women are being interviewed for crimes, do they are they this chatty or is it just her? I don't know. Out of the, in the past, like... Have, have you ever zipped him up in anything, jokingly or not, but obviously no. I understand, you know, you're claiming that Sunday it was a joking matter. You were laughing, he was laughing, but what I'm just asking is in the past, like, is it something Absolutely that you guys not. normally do? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, we were actually this last game running out of places to hide because we have a townhome where it's upstairs or downstairs, so. Okay. Um... Okay, so do you remember making any videos or maybe having any cover, anything, any t photos, videos that you remember doing on your phone on Sunday? No. <laughs> no. I think I took a picture of a dog. But your phone is password protected. You have the password. He has the facial recognition. So it's not like someone else could be on your phone. No, I have both. But you have the face and the password. Yes. Yeah, but he only has the face, correct? No. To be able to get onto your phone, you told me that he looks at the phone. Oh, I misunderstood. I thought you were asking if I did. Yes, it's me. Okay. Does he have access to your phone? Because you said it's yeah. your phone. Okay, how does he have access? Sarah, can I buy your phone? Yeah, it's right there on the kitchen counter. Okay, okay but how does he get it? into it? Because it's password protected. He'll, he'll come and get it to me, and I'll just do the face thing. Where sometimes, too, like, he's... <coughs> look, He'll joke with me and say, okay, I need to borrow your phone. And he'll hold up while I'm cooking or doing something, do the facial recognition. Okay, so he doesn't know the password and he doesn't have the facial recognition. No, he is the only other person that would use your phone, I'm yes. assuming. Other well, phone. Lucas. Right. But Lucas wasn't there Sunday. Right. Um, so, bum, 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 bum. to your recollection, no videos on Sunday? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. I mean, I like, I get my phone, I, I maybe took a picture of Tess and the dogs and George and have them dancing, but I mean, or the, it's just Tess. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so I have something that I want to show you that we found. Um, um, and it was from your phone. Mm -hmm. Can you see it? You need to move it around, go ahead. Hmm, how about that? No, I don't remember that. For everything you've judged me. <laughs> oh! For everything you've judged me. Your battery's about to die. Sure, you go. Oh, okay. Oh, Let come me. on! 
come on. No, I was just simply asking because um, you had a, a look on your face when she asked you if you've ever done that before. You look kind of shocked and. No. Okay, but why did you say it like that? Like. I don't think you all understand who I am. Where. Okay. Well, tell me. I mean, Let I me tell you who you are. Boom, there you go. Two different videos and a still picture where, yeah, it shows you flipping him in different positions. Told you. And She's him saying that he can't breathe and you saying fuck So you. this is upside down. So in order for him to have gotten into it, it was flipped up. Right. It was flipped up normal. Yeah. Like as if you're packing something. So this is upside down. Guys, this is killing me right now. So this image is Whoa. upside down. And then... I'm this sorry, am I hurting your feelings? That occurred 11 minutes later. It's flipped over the other way, closer to your dining room table. Okay. Now he's obviously still in there. So he didn't. How did that? How did it go from the back to the front? I flipped it. Okay. Oh, really? I thought. My plan was not to go upstairs and go to sleep. Well, that's what you did. Yeah. But not intentional, though. No, you told me you went upstairs because what? you were Stop getting here. ready for bed. Stopped here. Okay, but here? show me where you can see any fingers coming out because there's it's, the end. It's And his head's right here. Mm -hmm. So going like this, rather than going all the way up, it's like this. But why is he saying I can't breathe and why is he pushing on it as if he can't get out? And it doesn't show a hole. You, there's no hole. There's no fingers. I don't see his fingers. There's no hole. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, I don't know. Like, Why did you, you murder? You. I'm just showing you. This I'm just telling you what we see man. and what we've heard from the other I understand. Video. I understand. He's begging to let, for you to let him out. You sound, you're laughing in the beginning, and then in the end it sounds kind of like a, no, it's not malicious. Well, saying fuck you. It's not malicious. Then what is that? What does fuck you mean to you? Well, like if you were to, if I were to tell my Oh, like she does. Like, I get called <laughs> everything but a white woman, so. Okay. I, my intention was not to leave him in there. Please understand that. My intention was not to leave him in there. Oh, because you're but saying you that. went upstairs thinking yeah. that he could get himself yes. out, but the video shows... That's why I told you. And I see his fingers. He'll and be up here any minute. And then 30 minutes later, he didn't show. And he's telling me. And I he didn't wake up. Do you think he's he was joking? You told me he was laughing, and I. We were before. The video, there's, there's no. We first got in there. Both of us were. So how long was he in there for? Like this video is at 11:12 when it starts. So was he in there for like a long time prior to no. recording this? No. No. So it goes from funny to no longer funny, but I you're the only one laughing. But I didn't think that he was, like, panicky. Like, I didn't, I... So pushing up on a suitcase saying, Sarah, 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 I can't I breathe. Can't breathe. <laughs> George has done that in the past before, too, where it's just, like, he thinks that he's... Well, with me kind of thing, where it's like, I don't He's never been locked in a suitcase, but no, he couldn't get out, so. It's kind of, I thought it was and the boy crying wolf, crying wolf kind of thing. Okay. And again, my plan. But, that, but nowhere in how there do you fold is up he laughing if he jokes. Wait a second. I, I, granted, this guy isn't very big, but how do you get folded up in a suitcase like that? For those of you that are just tuning in, 
You're watching Midnight Radio. I am Jerry Adams, where we go over some dark things sometimes. Nevertheless, if you subscribe, you hit the bell. That way you can get the notifications when our show goes live and you can join in the conversation. If you're watching now, we're about to open up phone lines. Before we do, you can call 325-261, leave me a voicemail message about this case. And we'll play it on the show, answer any questions you might have, and discuss. Okay, he is begging. And you're the only one laughing. Okay. And you're the only one saying derogatory comments. Like you're mad. No. Please don't. I don't mean to sound negative, and I don't know if I can say this, but... <coughs> Like, it's like you guys are kind of trying to, like, feed me. Like, no, I'm just trying to show you a video that you no longer want to watch because you probably don't want to know the outcome of how and what you said. Well, I know what... You know, you know what's on that video now? No. You remember making that video? No. Oh. Why don't you remember making the video? Probably because we had been drinking. But you weren't drunk. No. Just because I went upstairs and... Just you because you're drunk doesn't you mean that you... Times that you were not drunk. You said that you had your wits about you. You said he had his wits about you. Mm-hmm. You said that you don't like not having your wits. In my experience, if somebody cannot remember doing something to the extent of making two videos and a video and taking a photo, they are intoxicated. Okay. I understand where you all are coming from. Well, we're I just get trying it. to make sense of it. We're trying to figure it. out right. what we're trying you're to figure out this you video. Explain it to us. We're listening. I just did. Like we were playing, and then like I thought it was. My plan was not to go upstairs and go to sleep. My plan was not to. He'll be up here any minute. But so you yeah. willingly went upstairs and went to sleep. No one forced you to go upstairs and. Get My plan was also to leave him in the suitcase. So why didn't you take him out? Because I went upstairs. And then I fell asleep. But why didn't you consciously think he's asking to come out? He I didn't do it intentionally. What do you think is going to happen if you leave somebody in a confined space like that? Well, that's what I, I want to know. Million dollar question. Not giving it up all the way, it would be okay. My plan was not to leave him in the And suitcase. what was your plan? Waiting for him to come upstairs. And you then said. when he did it, I. You said you were up there 30 minutes. After 30 minutes, somebody not coming up. Knowing that you that the last time you saw him was in the suitcase, 30 minutes later, you're like, mm, maybe I should go check on him. Maybe I shouldn't. No. When you, that didn't cross your mind. Because that's, like an, that's like an assumption. Like that's what you all are thinking. Just we're asking. It's the whole. You tell us. It's the drinking. That's what it is. It's the drinking. I thought it was like, I thought he was okay. Like I didn't. That you he's all. He's telling you he's not. He's telling you, Sarah, I, I can't I, breathe. He's saying your name, and you're like, that's my name. Don't wear it out. Oh. Guys, that's Man. how we are with ah. each other. Yeah, like, when you're killing somebody. All right. Uh, I completely understand our relationship. This, the whole suitcase thing. This is my thing, relationship. Never happened before. Would you leave someone else in a suitcase? Would you leave Lucas in a suitcase jokingly? Because it was a no. joking matter. You put him in there jokingly. Would you leave Lucas jokingly no. in there? And you love Lucas, right? And you I wouldn't George. do that to him either. I wouldn't do that to him. You did it. So I, I just. Well, it's not like, again, I don't think you all understand. Like, it's. 
I mean, it's not my, that was not my intention. <laughs> Y'all don't have any idea what I've done for him. But by your acts, and that's exactly right. You get to the point where you've done so much for somebody and they don't no. show you any appreciation. He did. Not by, by your words in the video. I don't get that. He did. Because you bring up the fact that when he's choking you, you can't breathe. That's how you felt when he cheated on you. You couldn't breathe. And you verbally several times told him just fuck you. All right, guys. Do you want to stop it there? Do you want to go in with a little bit more of this interrogation? Um, or do you want to hit the high points here at the end? Were they good cop, bad copper, perhaps? Do you want to see that? I have some more information to go into. Again, the interrogation took place following day. During the interrogation, the police revealed that they found the video Boone took of Jorge locked inside the suitcase pleading for help. Boone can be heard taunting Jorge with slurred speech and refusing to let him out even as he begs, Sarah, I can't breathe. Throughout the police interrogation, Boone repeatedly insists that they had a good day that the suffocation was not intentional and that there was not any malicious intent behind her leaving him in the suitcase and going upstairs to bed. The wheels of justice have been turning very slowly in this case, primarily due to the fact that Sarah Boone cannot seem to keep any of her appointed public defenders. She's burned through five of them thus far. In December 2022, her sixth attorney, Frank Bankowitz, also attempted to withdraw from her. Fortunately for us, not him, Bankowitz's motion withdrawal was denied without prejudice by Judge Wooten. As of this writing, Bankowitz is still representing Boone. Why is he representing Boone? Why has she not been able to get a hold of him? Uh, it's been reported that he's had COVID and he has another capital case he's working on at this time. In October 2022, Boone wrote this letter to an attorney, her attorney, Bankowitz, complaining that he was not responding to her calls. In all fairness to Boone, she does have a right to speak with her attorney. And it should be noted that Bankowitz was previously reprimanded by the Florida State Bar for neglecting a client only in Florida, right? I'm writing in regards to not hearing from you. I'm going to have to get real close to this. Anyway, she writes a letter, and it's too small for me to read. How about that? How about them apples? I will put all the links to this in the description in the video so you guys can read it. She followed up by sending in uh, last month, 20, 2022, by sending the letter to the Judge Wooten who's presiding over the case, another letter, all the letters. Rumor has it that Boone then followed up with another letter to the governor of Florida, but that letter has not yet made its way into social media. Freedom of information requests have been made. And then, of course, there was a suitcase video. Here's an update now, as of today. This is the update for today. So you guys hear it first right here, even those of you that have been following this case. Bankowitz met virtually with Judge Wooten this morning. Let me go back. One uh, seventeen. 2023 for the scheduled pretrial conference. Sarah Boone was not present at the meeting. Bankowitz told the judge that he was just now recovering from COVID and they had been unable to meet with Boone as the judge had ordered him to do back in December when he denied his motion to withdraw. Bankowitz asked for a continuance this morning, stating 
that he's planning to use the battered spouse defense in the Boone case and that he needs more time to find experts to meet with Boone. The next pretrial status hearing is scheduled for March 28th. The trial is tentatively set for April 10th. This comes as no great surprise to those of us who have been following the case closely. We've been anticipating something like this could happen. As it's been pushed back several times now prior to this, the saga continues. And we have the pictures of stuff. We will be covering this case. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sarah. Say hello, everybody. Everybody say hello to Sarah. In itself, for me to have to live with getting him out and doing what I did is punishment enough. I think that's why I haven't slept, because that's all I see. So that right there says something. Not my intention. This is a man a few words right here, everybody. Here's what I Not a big deal to you. Punishment in itself. Oh, we got punishment for you, lady. You're not going to like it. I guarantee it. Definitely uh, a tragic situation. I am through with alcohol. And it's unfortunate that stupid things like this happen. Why does it keep playing that? His daughters, too. Are you trying to make it worse? Sorry, what? Are you trying to make it worse? Make what worse? (laughs) How I feel. CSI, that was there yesterday.
was about to get a really spicy. Oh, cavity search? No. I'm just going to take a swab and go around on one hand and then... Oh, she's getting booked. All right. Or no. <clears throat> Everything we've talked about today? Yes. What do you mean? I, I, he asked to swear. Remember how I swore you yesterday on the, on the audio recording? I just forgot, so he raised his hand to remind me to tell you. Okay. Do you promise and swear that everything we've talked about today has been true and accurate to the best of your knowledge? For which true and accurate to the best of your knowledge. What, that it wasn't intentional? Everything you've said today, everything that's come out of your mouth has been true and accurate to the best of your knowledge. To the best of my knowledge. Correct. Yes. Why? That's how you talk to somebody. To assure that everything that we've talked about is true and accurate to the best of that person's knowledge. It's not a true question. To the best of my knowledge. To the best of your knowledge. Everything that you've told us today is true and accurate. To the what best if she of your doesn't knowledge. say that? She's yes, clear. That was not intentional. Okay. Okay. All right. Do me a favor. Stand up. <coughs> I need you to turn around, face the wall. Put your hands behind your back. Do you have anything in your pockets that I should know about? No. Let me ask you a question. Maybe we have uh, lawyers in the house especially if we have any lawyers in the house. This is, I'm not asking for legal advice, so that clears this. Now, yeah, what do we need DNA for? Somebody, somebody in the chat room says, get that DNA. And someone else said, what, what, what are we getting DNA for? I mean, this is an open and shut thing. My question is this. What if she hadn't said a damn thing to the cops? Nothing, nothing at all. They come to her house. She said, my boyfriend's dead. What can you tell us, ma'am? I'm sorry. I'm not going to say anything until, you know, I talk to my attorney. And she's here, you know, so I'm not going to say anything to you without my attorney. Would that have changed things for her? Now, I have heard of battered woman cases before, and there's some very grievous ones that have gotten off. And I don't mean, and it does happen, to where you're like, oh, yeah, definitely, and it's in the heat of the argument and things like that. I'm not talking about the, that. I'm talking about the ones that were clearly wrong. I mean, I've seen women I've seen women get off like two or three times on battered woman thing uh, charges. There's a case of that. So, man, horrible. All right, so the lady detective gets real. Let's watch it, and then we're going to go to our voicemail messages, and we're going to open the phone lines. Okay. Why is this happening? Because George is dead. Not intentionally. We understand that. He's still dead. Well, we don't Someone needs to call Ryan, please. Okay. Or can I not make a phone call? You'll be able to make a phone call when we get you down to the jail. So why is this So this was a trick. No, it's not a trick. How is this a trick? I'm in here to ask you to explain a few things to us. Uh-huh. And you were right, you are right. Your response to everything was basically, I didn't do it. Intentionally. How could I do that? It doesn't matter. You're still there. 
Me favor. Have a seat. Really, guys? Really? Hope I didn't show up. We would have come and got you. Why is it happening? Before y'all said I could leave. That I was done after this, after that. We were done, yes. Oh, you're we're done, done, all right. Absolutely. So now, so that's what it is. We are done. Right. You're so done. Not intentional. Okay. So what am I supposed to do now? We don't care. Our job is done. Someone needs to call Brian. Lucas is waiting for mom to come home. This was not my intention. I thought I was waiting for you all to come and figure out what's what and how many. That's what we're trying to do. And I was going to be able to go home and see Lucas. <coughs> now he's just not going to have me come home. Right. So there's nothing that I can do. You're going to be gone for 10 to 20 years. There's nothing that I can do in order to go home and see Lucas and prepare. Not right now, no. You'll be afforded a time in court. You'll be afforded an attorney. You'll be afforded they were, a chance to... Somebody in the chat is asking, how painting, puzzles, crafts, how old are these two? 42. Talk to a judge, and all that stuff will be worked out. So right? what's the time frame for that, though? I can't be right. Just I have way of being able to tell you. You should make first appearance probably tomorrow morning, if not tonight, depending on how things are busy, how quickly you get down there. I, don't, I had a I don't work in this was going to happen. Okay. And I need water, like, really bad, please. How is she? Well, check me down here. <laughs> we tricked you, and we would have came and got you. All right, everybody. So that's Sarah Boone, everybody. Give her a hand. Put her there on the wall of shame. She's got trial coming up. Good luck to her, right? I don't think she's going to do so well, but then again, that's just my opinion, and what do I know? I'm just a Fruit Loop. You guys are Fruit Loops. You guys just tuning in. I don't know. You might want to rewind and watch the first of it, but nevertheless, this is a show where we go over wild ass speculations, WAS, wild ass theories, WATs, tame ass theories, TATs, LATs, slame ass theories, uh, DATs, dumb ass theories. We go over it all here. Just theories. We put a pen in it. And then when the actual trial happens, we sit back in a, with a bowl of popcorn and we usually do that in Discord, you know the day of and we watch it together and we watch it go down and we examine what is actually happening to our wild theories. So that is what we do. And I have some more stuff to cover and uh, it's sadder than this, believe it or not. I don't find, I don't find it comical at all what she did to him and what he went through want you guys to know that I no I just don't I don't think it's funny all right I'm gonna go through our we have some more stories coming up things that are going on right now some crazy stuff and uh before we do that I'm going to open up the phone lines after I play our voicemail messages. All right, here we go. 
first-time listener, long-time caller. I'm calling to um, make a... Wait a second. Let me rewind that. Did I hear what I think I heard? First-time listener, long-time caller. Time listener, long-time caller. I'm calling to... I've um, called you every day, but I've never listened before. Request. All right, special request. No, it's not even a request. I need you to do this for my girl, Felicia. She's been feeling down, and I just know if she heard Rise Up by Exar, it would mean so much to her. So, Jerry, put a smile on my best friend's face and play it. Felicia, this one's for you. Running, why is this when I look at this? My mind is pissed and I keep running. Why is this when I hit it? Always losing sunning, always gentle giant. No defiance, all building alliance and still think that I am present. I stuck in the future, but I'm never looking at the fucking present. Keep it up, act like you're all that. Here's a cookie too and a present. Led from a desert eagle, eagles going louder than my motherfucking beagle. And your life, you get no sequel. We be loved ones crying like some seagulls. You are not my equal, you are eagle, but I'm feeble. And now I'm going regal. All right. I'd also like to dedicate that to all the incels listening that are going to be leaving me voicemail comments and are going to be leaving me comments on the YouTube page and email me because they don't like what I do instead of watching something they like. All right, let's open up that voicemail lines. I want to hear from you. What do you think about this case? What do you think about Sarah Sampsonite Boone? I think what she did is petty. I think her life is petty. I'm disturbed at the audacity of her believing she should get away with it. I feel like she's entitled. I feel like the men in her life thus far have been enabling her to do this. And maybe, maybe her mother too, I'm not sure. I got a voicemail right now, and I'm going to play it. I don't know what the hell that was. It's probably going to get me hit with something. All right, voicemail is open, 325-261-0892. I want to know what you think about this case. i got another case coming up. Maybe we'll get through it. Let's see. Right here. A husband in Texas confessed to killing a 21, his 21-year-old wife was found decapitated inside his home. This happened a couple days ago. And here's the, the sheriff talking about it. Oh, thank you guys for saving me. Hold on. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I feel like 
actually the title. Midnight Caller so Line. This is Jerry. Who am I Hello? speaking with? Hi, Jerry. It's Electra. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Fantastic. What do you have for us tonight? I just can't believe this uh, Sarah Samsonite Boone. She is a whack job. And yet that's not what their defense is going to be. Well, they can't actually defend that because she admitted everything. <laughs> so there's no uh, legal premise for that. There's, you know. But she didn't, she didn't kill him with malice. No, it was unintentional, as she said, like a hundred times. Yeah, it was like in her interview, you know, like a pop tart or something. You know, it was about as much care yeah. as if you made a pop tart or something. You know, it was, it was a very casual <laughs> I thing. I love how when they arrested her, she's like, "Wait, what? You tricked me." For me, it was a, this was a whole trick. It doesn't make any sense at all the whole hide and seek thing that she was saying, how did that make any sense? Right. If he's hiding and seeking, then how did she zip him up in the suitcase? That's she, like she, not really hiding. It's crazy. She admitted, she admitted to putting it, putting him in. She said, I put him in there. She admitted to putting him right. in there. She admitted zipping it up. How the hell is that hide and seek with two adults? I mean, I've heard of some right. kinky things in my life. When he was begging to be let out, and what what woman would 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 be into something like that? Like, hey, baby, uh, tonight, you know, I want you to put me in a suitcase. I want you to kick it a couple times, <laughs> and throw me down the stairs, and beat me with a wet noodle. Who's into things like this? Right. right. What is that foreplay? And I mean, it, not for me, but and <laughs> maybe how, for her. I, I mean, if she was going to lie, she could say, "Well, you know, he's you know he has that job. Things aren't going well. He had this crazy idea of being a, a, a magician." And he wanted to practice, and uh, I, I'm sorry I got drunk and blacked out, and I woke up, and he was like this. She exactly. Ca she can't even I mean, tell a lie. May no, she can't even lie correctly. She's a piece of work. Someone mentioned David Blaine in the chat, and I was like, wait, is he still alive? They said, yeah, he's alive. I said, well, she could kill him instantly because, you know, he's like, doesn't he do those tricks where he gets out of a big, thing of water and i don't know water and ice and all kinds of yeah. stuff. yeah so oh it's just a mess and the thing that kills me too is that she she said she did cpr on him but i believe they found him back in the suitcase oh, so what know. did she do take out and do CPR and then put it back in the suitcase? No way. I don't know. I didn't see so the that, part. I didn't, I didn't, I haven't found the part. I assume that when I was going through the part that we've all gone through tonight, that they found it back in the suitcase, but I don't know that. But on, I was told that on the 911 call, that's when they were uh, working with her to, to uh, do CPR on him and she did it there on the phone and that's when the blood gurgled out of his mouth. Oy, so yeah, we do have but, that, but and those will be in the description below the, the video here, but I don't know that they actually found him back in the suitcase. I guess you'd have to watch watch everything to see that. Maybe it talks about it. Yeah, I watched the entire thing, like, I don't know. So a you year watched ago, the whole thing. So they, they did yeah. actually find him back in the suitcase? Yeah. 
but mm. she never took him out did cpr <laughs> did she see the blood i don't think gurgling? she pulled him out okay well i could be wrong because sometimes i have a horrible memory mm. i have like sleep apnea and shit well it's so. okay you're not the one oh. on trial and and your memory's better than hers <laughs> and she was there this is exactly. this is a place I'm for a while of speculations I mean, this is a place. right but i'm pretty sure that i that i watched i mean i know i watched the whole thing the whole interview with her is just absolutely nuts and she doesn't even remember uh making those videos and she she gets disgusted like she's gonna throw up when they show her the videos of her taunting him in the suitcase while he's like i can't breathe let me out it's just so it's so devastating i feel so bad for him I what a nightmare it. i mean oh man and that was the video the the video we played so there's more after that and she actually flipped him over it doesn't show her flipping him in the video but but right yeah. so he flipped over and that way he could never undo the zipper no you, you i gotta ask myself do you think she meant to kill him though I mean, um, I'm not saying that I, she didn't, but to me, yeah. there's something so totally wrong with her and her brain is devoid of a section that we call reality. It makes me wonder yeah. what, what the hell did she expect to happen? Um, I think that she wanted to scare him and make him look like an idiot on video. She probably was thinking, Oh, I'll post this on social media. Ha ha. How funny. She said social that. Media yeah. is like she she it was and it was extremely slurred extremely slurred but she says something like uh, yeah. ransom uh, social media right and that's just sick in itself but i don't think she meant to kill him but she did and she was laughing about him not being able to breathe so you can't do a manslaughter case out of that I really don't think that she could get manslaughter and get off with, you know, 10 to 15 years. I think that, I don't think first degree oh, no, would, no, no. would. No, 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 no. It's definitely, it's definitely not manslaughter. That'd be like, well, you shot your wife no. in the head, Jerry. No, no, no I, I, I didn't mean it maliciously. <laughs> there was a fly on her ear, officer. I was shooting in her ear. Yeah. Well, she happens to be dead, <laughs> but, was... you know, I forgot that we'd even did that. You know, it's like noon the next day. Yeah. It was unintentional. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Beyond ridiculous. It is. Well, I will let other callers come on, but it was nice talking to you. And um, I'm really excited to start being your DJ. So just hit me up. Let me know. Hey, we're going to start soon. I got some, some uh, good news on that, that regard, which I'll post in the Discord for the DJs. All right, because I'm practicing my radio voice. All right, let's hear your radio voice, everybody. Everybody listen. All right, she's going she's gonna to introduce the next video. This is Electra with Drip It Down Radio. Coming up next is Midnight Radio with his talk. I don't know what to say right now. Actually, Sorry, you did a good job. It. That works. No, no, that works. All right, I like it. Thank you. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. All right, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Actually, guys, I think that works. Yeah, a selector, she wants to be a DJ.
Midnight Caller Line. This is Jerry. Who am I speaking with? Grant. I'm sorry. Grant Williams from Australia. Oh, Grant. Good to hear from you. How are you doing? Good, mate. Um, Chopper Reed, I just quickly looked up his name. It's Chopper Brandon Reed on Google, and it brought up all his stuff. Okay. He's written more books than I thought he had. And there's a little debate whether he was a good writer or not. He died of liver disease or something a few years back, but he's quite an interesting character. You might get a chuckle out of him. Okay, his name is Chopper Reed? Yeah. Okay, I'll check that out. Brandon, Chopper Brandon Reed. Yeah, he's uh, quite a character, mate. Great show today. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. No worries, mate. All right, then. I know you're busy. Well, I did want to take it easy. I did want to talk to you about something now that I have you on the phone line. Uh, you you emailed me about yep. the you emailed me about the merchandise store, right? Yeah. Yeah, we definitely. Yeah. I I showed you that that um, picture of where we shipped to. That's actually, uh, it's not that we shipped to there. That's where the distribution for Australia is. So it goes everywhere in Australia. They actually make it there, which means you order something, you're going to get it in a couple of days. Oh, sweet. So the hat and all that's already. That, that's already already done. Uh, we're just working on the money and on, on my side as far as the. Uh, have you got a. Sorry. No, that's all right. Have we'll, you got a. Have you got a um, nice um, uh, full zip. Um, what are they called? The um, zip up hoodie sweaters. Have you got any of them online? Absolutely, I do. Excellent. I'll have to go to the shop. I'm sorry, I haven't. Well, it's not open yet. We're about to open it in a few days. I just wanted you guys to know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, I cut you off. No, that's all right. Yeah, I cut you off. No, we're... Um, the, the reason I sent you the stuff about Chris D'Elia, he's a comedian in your country, um, he was the night of the murders, night before the murders um, of the morning, uh, he was... Do it. He did some show in the in some country, and he signed his name. And the date it's on the twelfth um, of the eleventh, two thousand and twenty-two. He signs his name twenty, you know, and all that. And it's the numbers are quite extraordinary. Then at the end of it, I put it was sort of a joke, but they're at early morning hours. They're seen walking through the um, the hotel drunk holding a bottle of booze in their hand not you know i just thought it was all just a joke really hmm. i don't know i didn't mean to waste your time with that no you don't waste my time i appreciate your calling no um, i guess i should mention it before i forget if there's anything you guys want before we open the store up and even after let me know because there's a lot of different products i can choose from and uh that goes yeah. for you, Grant, too. Any specific thing? Yeah, you guys just want? remember uh, the uh, difference. You know, you, of course, you know, but it's cold here when it's hot there. So, well, that's great. Um, There's always you know, someone we, buying something, I guess. Yeah, we'll be buying the um, long sleeve stuff now because we'll be coming into uh, cold stuff soon, and it gets cold in Adelaide. Okay, it does. Well, I appreciate yeah. you calling. So. Um, uh, how's the, uh, all right, no, no worries, no, no worries. No, 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 you have something I was else to say? say? There's a little bit of a delay. Uh, I'm, 
I'm just going to go up because you're on to my TV at the moment. The subs are at one five thousand and eighty four, uh, five thousand eight hundred and eight, five thousand eight hundred and forty. Which I'd, I'd like to see it climb high with all the uh, comments. But I suppose it's tough times in America, eh? I guess. Tough I don't, times I don't know what's going on. It's a skid row over here. I uh, just, I just think your show's top quality, and you should have as many subs as this Chris Delair dude. Like, um, he's not the nicest character that people say, and other comedians, and he's, you know, he's nearly at six hundred thousand. I, I want to see you there. <laughs> Well, I'm going to keep doing it whether I'm, I am or if I'm not. If I just ate people in here, well, I did the same thing. So I sure appreciate oh, yeah. it, though. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. I'll let you go, mate. Appreciate Take it, it easy. You too. Thank you. See you, mate. You know, he has a good point. You know, you guys could help me with that if you wanted. You know, you could tell people about this show if you wanted. I don't know. Maybe this this show's kind of like your dirty little secret that you do and that you like and that you watch, but you don't really talk about. But I'm going to continue right here on our stories, on the coverage we have. We got some... Uh, Breaking stories here. Sheriff Troy Guidry. G-U-I-D-R-Y, last name. Sheriff, what can you tell us? What happened? On the 11th, yesterday, approximately 4.18 p.m., we received a call through dispatch. There's a possible deceased person, 21-year-old female, inside a residence located behind 206. Ocalo. Upon arrival, our detectives observed a uh, deceased Hispanic female to uh, with a, a cut it off. Start over. Start over. I don't really want. How do y'all want me to say this? On, on uh, I'm just going to leave it as deceased female, and then y'all ask the questions later, okay? And we'll just do that. Oh, it's son a of a... for assessing risk. Man, it is commercial night, isn't it, guys? It's a commercial enterprise we got going on here. Everybody's got stuff going on but me. Here we go. It's hard to skid row over here. I'm sorry. I had to get a small business loan to buy some toilet paper yesterday. Of the second home, I'm not even sure if it's a half address. It's just a residence located behind in a, a small building. Uh, this did happen at 418 is the initial call that came in. Uh, upon arrival, they did find a deceased person inside the house. Further investigation uh, led to uh, the family being detained and and relocated out to our office for interviews and the suspect placed into custody for uh, what we're assuming is going to be a murder charge in the end. Can you tell us the state that she was found? Can you describe the state that she was found? It was a portion of a 
body dismembered and uh, a residence that was covered in, a, in blood. It's a gruesome scene at best. The suspect was there, and the suspect was detained on scene, uh, kept on scene until we brought everybody back here for their interviews. He waited, and his family is the one who called it in. Uh, the father of the suspect made the initial call to dispatch, and he was uh, detained at that stage when we first pulled in. I'm sorry? He did not give us a rest gestile statement at all at that point. Uh, he waited on his own. He, No, the way it sounds, they immediately called when they found the victim and uh, proceeded from there. At uh, this point, the evidence shows it was a kitchen knife. All right, some important to note here is the things that this police officer, this sheriff is saying, and this is where I come from. This is Texas, y'all. I'm here 50 feet underground in my underground bunker here in Texas talking about this stuff. When something happens here, everybody knows about it. You guys don't realize how frightfully small these towns are. They couldn't keep it out anyway. They have to talk about it. They release it. So when I heard about what was going on in Idaho, although that being said, the guy's arrested now, and uh, I guess he confessed that he did it. So that's different. But the information about things are released, so the way they they clamp down in Idaho, well, I thought it was shocking. I never saw anything like that before. And whether you you agree with the police or not, that's not my point. I see why they had their reasons, but I just was shocked because that's not the way things are done down here. More information would have came out. I don't know. Also, we don't have patrol officers in little electric cars. They have like souped up automobiles here. But let me tell you more about about what happened here. Let me get you the story about the guy. Let me get you his picture and everything too. This was uh, this was when it originally happened. Oh man, I got some messed up stuff for you guys. We're not done. We're not done by any means tonight. We're going over it. Get some TP. Yeah. We need to. Oh, you guys think I'm kidding about toilet paper? I'm not. You guys want you guys want to know. You guys want to know why it takes so long for me to start the show up. And this is true. This happened right before here. I was two minutes late. You want to know why? Because you know, I don't live in a small house. You know, just because I don't have money, it's not because I don't have money. I, I don't have it because the price of everything went up a lot. So I was in my bathroom I'm about to take care of some business before the show starts, you know, as anybody would, of course. I'd hate to have to, oh, excuse me, I'll be right back. I'll tell everybody, Susan A is in charge. I'm going to step out a minute. 
well, before I go, you know, I'm like, well, there's no toilet paper in the roll. Let me grab some from the, let me grab some from the drawer. I looked, there's no toilet paper here. I'm like, what the hell's? Oh my God. What am, come on, man. What am I going to do? Where's that old shirt? I don't like anymore. Seriously, I had to go way across the other side of the house and find it. It's like, man, this is horrible. All right, let me play you. New at four, we're now learning the name and seeing new images of a woman who was found beheaded in Waller County. Police say Jared James Dykus is now charged with murder after Angie Diaz was found decapitated in their home. Anayeli Reese is live in Waller County. Anayeli, such a disturbing story. What else are you learning? Well, family and friends identified the victim as 21-year-old Angie Diaz. They say she's from Nicaragua. She was here working two jobs, helping pay for her mother's cancer treatment back at home. Now her friends and family tell us they're heartbroken that she's gone. 21-year-old Angie Diaz was described as a happy young woman full of joy. Her co-workers say she was always smiling and a very hard worker. That is why when she didn't show up to work for her shift on Wednesday, they began to worry, and their suspicions weren't wrong. Waller County Sheriff's Office found her decapitated in her home. Portion of a body dismembered and uh, a residence that was covered in, a, in blood, and it's a gruesome scene at best. Investigators believe her husband killed her with the kitchen knife at around 11 a.m. on Wednesday. At this stage, we do have a confession, but it is still under further investigation. Angie's body wasn't found until after 4 p.m. by investigators. This after the suspect's father, who lives in a nearby home on the same property, called police. He left his residence, walked into the parents' residence, which induced them questioning where she was and they went out back and found her. Angie and her husband were newlyweds. They were just married in October after they met at her job where she was a cashier. But since that wedding day, her friends knew something wasn't right. They said they could tell she was sad, but they never imagined it would end like this. They say Angie leaves behind a huge void that can't be filled. Now, we know several calls were made to this home unrelated to the people involved in this case. But one call was made this week on Sunday where the suspect in this case was taken to the hospital for medical treatment. Of course, their investigation still continues, and we will follow this and bring you guys the very latest. Reporting live, Anayeli Ruiz, KJOU 11 News. Knew it for- Did they say the town... Small town home in Waller County. Didn't say where in Texas did it. I'm sorry about that. I don't remember. Not near me, though, I'll tell you that. Okay, I'm looking at... Yeah, it's horrible. It gets worse. It gets worse. This These are recent stories. This is what I used to do every day before the Idaho 4 story happened i'd go over all these things uh now this this one i know you guys i want to hear you guys call in and talk about this one because this affects fathers this affects mothers 
And I want to know. I'm just horrified. Let me let me go ahead and play this for you guys. I want I really 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 want to know what you guys think about this. Departments around the country, including the Beach Grove Police Department in Indiana, where just prior to air, Sergeant Zach Horgan responded to a report of a toddler waving a firearm. Toddler with a firearm. Did you guys call? Yeah. What'd you see? There's a little boy. So my son opened the door, and the little boy upstairs then standing there with a firearm. It's like shut the door, mom. Yeah. He's gotta go. And I looked up the people, and he was standing there. With it behind us, behind his back. So it looked like a real gun. I assume that didn't have a silver gold or a orange tip. No, it looked it's chrome, black. Looked like a large forty-five. Okay. I saw him. Do you know which apartment it was? I have no idea. Okay. Hurts your lungs. Ah! All right, hold on, guys. I actually want to see the video of this happening. Where did the video go? The video of the toddler with the gun. Oh, I need to get me. Damn it! Anybody help me out with some uh, <laughs> some YouTube Prime? Is that what it's called? They should give us free YouTube Prime. Here I am, freaking working for YouTube. All right. Um, <clears throat> you guys want this commercial? I've got you covered. How's this legal? You need to try these. Where is the video of this of the boy? This is not even cool. Okay, I get that you're arresting him. And we actually have, I had video of the son with the gun. And that's the worst part, let me tell you. All right, let me go ahead and, I guess I'm going to have to relook for this while you guys wait. All you got is a story now. You got the real, oh, here it is. Here it is. Oh, Lordy mercy. Ah, here we go. Jesus. I love ads. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play this to you. This is a toddler, and then I'll play the arrest of the father, okay? I'll give you a twofer here. We'll go back to the arrest. 
Oh, Lord. This is a real gun, by the way. This isn't a toy. The, first of all, the boy, is, he's still in a diaper. Look at him in this gun. And you can hear several times when he, has, he actually pulls the trigger. He does. He pulls the trigger of the gun like it is a, oh, Lordy. See, there he is, pointing it everywhere, messing with it, clicking it. By the way, just so you guys know, it is loaded. So there's that. I heard somebody talking about that today. And let's let's see the father getting arrested, shall we? New information to share with you tonight on shocking video. These are images, local images, of a little four-year-old playing with a loaded gun. And that video and the father's arrest on neglect charges was shared in real time on a TV show. Our Jenny Runovich talked with police today about the child's dangerous discovery. Well, what happened in this hallway on Saturday night shocked viewers nationwide. A child playing with a gun, pulling the trigger, and it all played out on live TV. This is it. Of the two. Oh, God. Wow. This is what viewers of On Patrol Live saw Saturday during the docu-series that features Beach Grove Police. Security camera footage of a diaper-clad four-year-old waving a weapon, pulling the trigger of a loaded pistol. Even knowing how it ends watching the video, you find yourself catching your breath. 15 rounds in the magazine, thankfully none in the chamber. This video came from a neighbor's ring doorbell. Police say it was key to helping them search the apartment and arrest the boy's father on a felony charge of child neglect. Shane Osborne told officers he was sick, had been sleeping when his son got out. He first denied having a gun in the home, then officers found the weapon at the back of a roll-top desk. Investigators were called to Beach Meadow Apartments by neighbors who saw the little boy point the gun at them and himself. I don't know how you can't watch that video, parent or non-parent, and not be be shocked and disturbed, and then thankful ultimately that like there was a tragedy. Here. Shane Osborne has his initial court appearance Tuesday. DCS is investigating too. The four-year-old is now with his mom in Beach Grove. Jenny Runovich, 13 News. Single parents. I want to see him get arrested. You guys want to see that? I'll fast forward and all that. And if we have a commercial, I'm going to narrate over it. Thank you, Susan, for that suggestion. Here we go. This is with audio. They all look the same. All right, we're going to watch the dad get arrested. I'm Dan Abrams, and we are on. Figure out where this firearm is. Okay. Here we go. All right, we have video of your kid holding a gun. So, do you have a gun? I don't have. I have, I have never brought a gun in this house. If there is, it's my cousin. Okay. Where is your cousin here? No. Where does he have his own room? No. Does he own a firearm? He comes to visit, yes. Was he here within the last three minutes? Oh, he's been here in the last 10 days. Okay. But we need to figure out where this firearm is. Okay. Thank where'd you. Put, where'd you put down that toy? And we have a legit video of him holding a firearm, so. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, well, our concern is, why was he in the hallway anyways? I've been sick. The kid's just making noise at this time. My son, 
uh, was able to talk, you know, full sentences, everything by two. He could talk to anybody and tell them where anything was. I don't know. I've been trying to stay up with him all day. His mm -hmm. mom is sick, so I can't take him over there. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to communicate back and forth, back and forth. Back I got you. And, and I can't catch him all the time. He's quick. Okay. But we need to, we need to leave. We're, we're looking. Figure that. You allow us to assist in this. Hey, he's wearing night pants. I will look. I mean, I, I, I understand you guys are calling out for a reason. Right. Well, the only place I know maybe is where? My, my and he's lying about the gun. Oh, perhaps he had autism. Maybe. You know where about in the closet in the back? No. No. I just know he sticks it there because his wife doesn't know he has it. Where does he stick it in here? Usually he's I don't want to just go You're rifling through things, you know. Oh, look, it has a little chair there in front of the TV, like the little kid's chair. It's a nice house, you can tell. I mean, apartment. It's not a bad apartment. This is sad. So we are called for this a juvenile is real. hallway, this uh, possessing a firearm. Uh, Dad said he didn't see it, but then a neighbor came out and showed us video of the kid in the hallway with a firearm. Uh, so now we're trying to figure out where that is. He gave us permission to look around for it. He said he doesn't personally own a firearm, but his brother does. The question is, it. how did it so get in the desk after the kid had it? We need to recover that. Oh, okay. I mean, it doesn't matter that father is in. Right, we've obviously been watching what could have been an incredibly serious situation narrowly avoided. I'm going to put a link in the description below the video so you guys can watch the full video yourself. Let me know what you think. You can also let me know what you think about all the other stories we've gone through tonight. And yes, I've got more coming up right now and i got some about brian kohlberger uh nothing burger kohlberger coming up that's going to be at the tail end of tonight's show just before 0400 4 a.m in the morning sheriff's office began receiving multiple shots also this uh, is in fired. california reports of multiple shots fired actually the report was they believed an active shooter uh, was in the area because of the number of rounds that were being fired uh, deputies arrived about seven minutes later. As deputies arrived on scene, they noticed two victims, two victims who were apparently dead uh, in uh, the street. Deputies uh, began calling for uh, more assistance um, and located a third victim of a shooting in the doorway of the residence uh, where the gunfire was coming from. As deputies began searching the area, uh, unfortunately, they began finding multiple victims at this scene. Uh, at this point, uh, we have six, six total victims who have been shot and killed at the scene in the 6800 block of Harvest behind us. We uh, 
have victims that are located inside the home. Uh, we have one victim who was alive as deputies arrived and CPR was being given to multiple victims on scene. Unfortunately, no one, including the man who uh, went to the hospital via ambulance, he uh, was also pronounced dead at the hospital. We can tell you that we believe we have uh, at least two suspects uh, at this point. Uh, we also believe that this is not a random act of violence. We believe that this was a targeted uh, family. We believe that there are gang associations uh, involved in this scene, as well as potential narcotics investigations. As of a week ago, we as the Sheriff's Office actually conducted uh, narcotic search warrants uh, at this residence. Uh, we can tell you that um, two of the victims tragically. The whole situation is tragic. But we have a 17-year-old mother and a six-month-old child, both of which uh, were shot in the head. So at this point, um, we do believe that this, this is a targeted act of violence, not a random act of violence. Currently, we have our crime lab that's on scene. Uh, our forensics unit is on scene. Uh, we have our gang detectives as well as our homicide detectives, and we have pulled out all resources to begin the investigation in this. Um, I don't, I do have more information, but I'm not li at liberty to discuss at this point. We uh, have potential information uh, which will hopefully lead to potential suspects or will lead to suspects, uh, that of which I, I, I don't know. We don't exactly know at this point. Those of you that are just tuning in, this is six people were murdered, including a 17-year-old mother and her six-month-old baby. They were killed in a shooting at a home in Central California approximately 22 hours ago, and authorities are searching for at least two suspects. I believe the, it is said that it was a cartel-style execution. There'll be a link in the description below. Some of you are asking. It's time for a video from your girl, Ashley Banfield. In the Reddit posts of a particularly savvy follower of the Idaho murders, who it sure seems may have had firsthand knowledge of the crime. Joining me now are retired FBI Special Agent Jennifer Koffendoffer. 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 I want you to pay attention to her because she has a media company that works for her. And what they do is they book her gigs, speaking gigs, because she's going to come out with a book. Coffin Doffer, Coffin Doffer, Coffin Doffer. I was watching an interview she did today in Florida, and it was about this case. But I want you to pay attention to what she's saying. I want you to pay attention to what all these people are saying. And before you do that, I want you to know what I hear about. What, they're not saying a damn thing. These are experts, but they're not saying a damn thing. Uh, it's just a cash grab. Check it out right here. Forensic psychologist Chris Mohandi and trial lawyer Trent Copeland. Welcome to all three of you. Uh, Jennifer, I want to begin with you because as I've been reading 
these I find very disturbing um, posts, uh, almost braggadocious, as though this person knew exactly. She's ex-FBI, coffin offer is, but so what? I haven't seen her say all of her interviews, and I happen to watch them, I don't know why. I haven't seen her say a damn thing of value that one of us have not said at all. Nothing to bring to the table, nothing, except she was an ex-FBI agent. So what? It's a department. It doesn't, you don't know what she did in the FBI. It's just making me wonder. Exactly what happened in that house well before the affidavit told us some things about that house. I also felt like there was a similarity in the attitude and the writing style between the the Facebook poster named Papa Roger and the oh, uh, Reddit poster Papa named Rogers. Inside Looking. Is that just- Breaking news, Papa Roger, but this is from five days ago. Okay. I think we've, yeah, okay. Just me, or do you see that too? Because you look with a whole other set of eyes. Well, there definitely is a similarity. Um, just as you said, in their style and their confidence, in their uh, details, in details that indeed, in many instances, only the killer or the police would know. So from those standpoints, yes, you hit the nail on we the We do head. have our own experts, yes. And if that's the case, um, they become a, a lot more uh, evidentiary. All of a sudden... Hey guys, I did hear something Rogers was saying. Some people were saying that it was an FBI plant. And if she's an FBI agent, I think it would have been good if she said, we've already dissected and trisected Papa Rogers. Yes, but they haven't. Um, anyway, they say that there's a difference in the spacing. Uh, Papa Rogers double spaced and Kohlberger single spaced. So. If look, I don't have the tools that the FBI has, the, the things that used to be in Jennifer Koffendorfer's suitcase are magic. Um, they can subpoena ISP information, etc. But Trent, do you see that as something that could be just mana from heaven for prosecutors? If they can link accounts from Facebook to Reddit that brag about all these things and they're accurate and they were well before that was made public, is that just sort of like it's almost a smoking gun? I think it is. And um, and look, here's what's important. Not just that it was braggadocio, not just that it was um, he had a keen interest in the case, but if it can be established that from the timing and the sequence that he knew things and he was you know publishing things on Reddit as, as these various people that he claimed to be on in these chat rooms, if that can be established, Ashley, that he knew these things before police knew them, before they were publicly available, then those things are huge from an evidentiary standpoint. And so this reminds me a lot of, you know, the BTK killer. Remember him, Ashley? It was his bragging. It was him mocking the police. It was him sending floppy disks to the police about the crimes that got him arrested. And that was his undoing. So these things can have enormous evidentiary value. These things, you know, killers of this nature tend to want the attention. They tend to want to be the smartest person in the chat room, so to speak. And in this instance, wait a second, you know, what would make this better? Let me see if I, how can I do this? Guys, I know what would make this better. Bear with me here.
since it's just us. A commercial. No, not a commercial. All right. In addition to the cell um, towers, in addition to all the other things that the police currently have, this could also be one other thing. And as you say, Ashley, it could really carry the day. Yeah, I remember that moment uh, where BTK the Smith's waterline broke. Just Back so matter-of-factly, every little detail is that we were all just little pieces in his game we board. Said, uh, and it was just joy for him to just hold us all in his grip for as long as it took him to spill out those vile details. I, I hope we don't have that in this case, but in the same sense, I hope we do so we get the answers. But that's your, no, that's your bucket, Chris Mohandi. There was something else that Inside Looking wrote. I'm just going to read it out here. It says, all I'm saying is that the killer is not a registered SO, which is sex offender. I would bet all my chips Funny. on that. Why is this when I hit it? Always losing stunning. Always gentle giant. No defiance. All building all lines. It's still thinks that I am present. I suck on the future. But I'm never looking at the fucking present. Whether it's, uh, you know, Zodiac style, you know, taunting that we saw using newspapers and so forth. Or, you know, some other forum like social media. You know, it's also possible that, you know, there's just other people out there that are arrogant and braggarts uh, and so forth. But certainly, narcissism is going to be a key feature of this kind of individual. And there was a certain pride that was in that statement of, of knowing with, of, with degree of certainty uh, that would be consistent if indeed it's learned later on. Thank you for watching. Go to News Nation now. I did not mean to watch the whole thing. All right, I got some real stuff from you. I just, you guys wanted some Ashley. I had some Ashley, didn't play it. Play this for an hour and a half. You guys have got to be joking. I just, hold on, I just want to stare at Ashley here for a little bit. All right. I've got a video for you here. UFLA now. This is Hey JV. Yeah, some more coffin doffer. I'm not playing the whole thing. The biggest unanswered question in the brutal step. First of all, I want to read you the name of this video. It's called Idaho Murder Suspect House Connected by Digital Evidence Found by Investigators. It doesn't have a damn thing to do with anything that hasn't been said before. I think that's the four is why, and this is the question that people want answered more than any other. He's got coffee. Right, it's so hard to understand, JB, how someone who was a PhD student, who had no criminal record, who was much like uh, many students on campus, TAs and so forth, somebody seemingly pretty normal, could commit this uh, heinous of a crime, true atrocities here. So. What we have to look at is different writings that we now have that we believe that are attributed to him, as well as uh, the exact crime and nature uh, themselves. And uh, then some footage that we have um, mm -hmm. with his interaction uh, with his father, to me, that was a little bit telling in terms of control. And you add that all together, and I think we can paint at least a possible... I'm sorry. What is Jennifer 
Koffendorf are bringing to the table. What is it? A title that she used to have? What is it? She doesn't, she's not saying anything anybody has not said, and there's more that she doesn't. I don't know. She says more, more of nothing. I'm telling you, I researched this, and I came up with a manager that gets her these gigs because uh, it's just sad, man. It's just so sad the way all this works. But, it's hey, that's the way it is. It takes money, right? It takes money to do these things. And um, something I was working in, through today i'm working on our our radio station you know my plan and it relates to this don't worry guys i'm i'm a fruit loop but there is a clear train of thought here i'm working on this radio station i know how media works and i know that what they're trying to do is generate interest and money in her and she has nothing to say she has nothing to offer and anything i've ever seen but that's fine it is what it is because she's gonna have a book and they're gonna make money it's a media company that's what they're doing and it just irritates me that that's the way our news works our news works that way it didn't used to it didn't used to be ran by pharmaceutical companies and book companies and these other companies that are all working together it didn't used to and there's things and and what really gets my goat is national public radio npr and why would it because this would be our bastion of freedom to where all the information is on a level playing field but it's not is controlled by one political party. And there's some people like me, some people like you, where we would like everything from every party because we like to analyze and look. We like the whole picture. So I thought, you know, we need to have our own station. You know, one that not funded by one person, one that is funded by the people, the people that want to listen to it. And that's where I came up with the idea for our radio station. Some of you guys, maybe some of you guys are listening to right now on the live stream. We got, yeah, some of you guys are listening right now on the live stream, the audio stream, because if you're working or driving, I want you guys to be safe and not look at the video. Listen to the live stream on the DL on the down low. We're turning that into a radio station, full-fledged. We have, we have all the gear. We have all the music done. And um, we're about to have the the lysis too, but it's the reason why is because I want to put information on there for all of us. I want to put the information in there that the viewers and the listeners want. I don't want some bull crap like this coffin offer crap brought in from an agency just to push her book who doesn't have anything to say. It's not, it's not right. It shouldn't be manipulated in that way the only way it should be manipulated was is with the free market if it does a good job and you guys like it you guys contribute if it doesn't it's not what you like it either changes or it dies and you guys run it uh the djs are going to be from you guys we're going to be kicking it off soon but this is an example a very strong example of it of media manipulation. And I'm going to continue this. We're going to listen to a few more things she has to say. And I'm sure you're going to see her boom, boom, boom all over the place after this. And then, oh, she has a book that comes out. Oh, okay, all right. Possible picture uh, based on these um, this in- information. So his, his profile, his makeup, his character, and his experiences. Some people need people to talk to when they're doing a show. I can talk to myself, but I prefer to talk to you guys. 
earlier on in life. How does that inform us as to uh, what we're dealing with now as he is a suspect She's not gonna in, say the, in the murders right of these four students? Well, certainly the uh, lack of empathy and the situation regarding a lot of his writings, uh, the darkness that you can see there, JB, somebody who is capable of committing this type of a murder, murders, lacks empathy. They don't feel holy uh, crap. For their victims. Son of a. They, uh, I never thought of that. Uh, their victims uh, holy. in a powerful and controlling way. No. And uh, Sherlock that was certainly indicated in this case. Yeah. And what, what was what was the most striking thing, Jennifer, that we have learned is we. We talked about this on stream as soon as Koberger was arrested, as soon as he started to appear in court, and as soon as we started to hear All right, I'm just gonna the bust records for the phone, showed that the phone was utilizing cellular resources that provide coverage to the area of the King Road residence on at least 12 occasions mm -hmm. prior to November 13th, 2022. On all of these occasions, except for one, occurred in the late evening and early morning hours of their respective days. Basically, what that translates to is that Brian Koberger's cell phone was pinged in the area, in the area of the Kings Road residence 12 times mm -hmm. before the date of the murders. And this, this to me, this is the biggest circle that I have, I think, around, around any of the digital forensics in this probable cause affidavit, mm -hmm. because it establishes at least some form of a connection, a historical connection of some kind. Mm -hmm between Brian Koberger and the victims. So I'm gonna ask our comment section to partake in this. And I'm just gonna ask you, we're gonna talk about this generally for a second, Jennifer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. What is a college student going to a neighboring town for 12 times before the date, of the, before the date that the four students- I had students to speed this up, down, this guy's slow. What is a college student doing going to this house or the area of this house 12 times? Times. All answers are on the table. Use hashtag KJB, hashtag Jennifer. To let That's what he was doing. No, what he wasn't doing. Same house repeatedly over and over and over again, late at night, early morning hours. So, what do you think it is? Well, the translation from an investigative eye, certainly, JB, is that he was there uh, conducting what we call in the business a site survey. You know, when are these individuals awake? When are these visual individuals the going to sleep? What's the activity Truth. going in and out of that house? Um, he's basically looking at this as the target location. Uh, again, if if he indeed did commit these crimes. Through my investigator lens, that's what I see. If I'm the defense counsel, perhaps I see, well, someone who uh, wanted, was looking to party and to have a good time. And, and uh, this was a well-known apparent uh, party location. And, and maybe he was just going there to to see if he could come upon a party to go to. So it certainly depends on, on your lens. Let's go to trade some of the comments. I think, I think I mean, you're on the, the same thread that our commenters are on, Jennifer. And he's going to show why it could also be, I think he said, through 2016 even. Jennifer Coffin-Doffer here with us live on the WFLN screen. And transpire going forward. It's it's so it was so significant in that I could never understand why our cadre of analysts throughout the United States studying twenty two thousand cars within that range had not made more progress over a short amount of time, having been involved in those. Um, it ha you know there's so many working and they can get through the analysis so quick, and I could never understand why because they're thinking so well, they were looking for the wrong car, um, and that was problematic. Um, but I think what the defense will try to skew is that well, your perpetrator has a two thousand and eleven through two thousand and thirteen Elantra, and that's not my guy. Now, anyone looking closely, when you look at the shape, it differences in the body style from an 11 through 15. So slight. So slight. And, yep. and that expert went back, revisited the video, looked at it. I think we're going to see a completely different date on his reexamination. And he's going to show why it could also be, I think he said, through 2016 even. 
Jennifer Koffendoffer here with us live in the WFLA Now Stream Center as we're welcoming in our digital audience across all platforms. Welcome into the Stream Center. And we have this question that just came in from Shaman Girl, hashtag AJB. And Jennifer, uh, won't they, of course, the defense, the defense for Koberger, be looking for other DNA? And this is this is kind of a massive question. I'm, I'm very glad that Shaman Girl brought this up in our comment section because it's a college residence. There's going to be DNA profiles of all different sorts in, in that house. So um, how much is that part of the process now for the defense? Oh, in your opinion? it's huge. And another reason, back to that whole crime scene examination by their expert, the FBI and specifically the Idaho State Police uh, evidence recovery team that work there, they are going to have exactly where they retrieve different samples of DNA in that crime scene, JB. So all of that's going to be tagged and marked and illustrated, and this defense is going to look at all that and say, well, look at all this DNA from this person and this DNA from this person, and if, it, if it's been evaluated. If not, the defense can have it evaluated. So it's going to cause some problems, some, some big problems, uh, but at the end of the day, uh, the sheath DNA is going to carry the day, I believe. On the sheath, sheath and on the murder weapon, uh, Capri Smith wants to know. How All right, so I see that you guys are asking for the rap video. But it's not easy to get, and I already got rid of it. So let's see if I can find it again. And they pulled it down from SoundCloud. Oh, of course. No, you guys aren't. Don't, oh, you damn sleuths. can't find it again all right i'm glad we got a phone call here midnight caller line this is jerry who am i speaking with really you called me and you hung up midnight caller line this is jerry who am i speaking with Well, at least someone even found it valuable to try to troll me. It must be one of my incel buddies. I actually kind of appreciate the incels. Hey, if you're an incel, hit a thumbs up. You don't need to hit thumbs down. Uh, YouTube eliminated those. All right, I'm trying to find the SoundCloud uh, thing one more time. I'll try one more time. It's just, uh, now it's just, I'll try it one more time and that's it. Um, I can't find it anymore. Ah, uh, here it is. The worst place possible. All right, here we go. What is this? Oh, uh, no. No, that's not right. Ah, sorry, guys, I lost it. I'm not going to. I'm not playing it again. You have to rewind it and listen to it. Always the same thing that disrupts my life. Wonder when I'll change. I guess one at a time is right. Procrastinating mind arranged to change would be a fight. So I'm pacifist, like I'm afraid to get a bloody fist. Look at this, my mind is pissed, and I keep running. Why is this? When I hit it, always losing stunning. Always gentle giant, no defiance, all building alliance, and still think that I am present. I stuck in the future, but I'm never looking at the fucking present. Keep it up, act like you're all that. Here's a cookie too in a present. Led from a desert eagle, eagles going louder than my motherfucking beagle, and you're like. You get no sequel. Maybe love one's crime like some seagulls. You are not my equal, you are evil, but I'm people. And now I'm going regal. Don't fuck with us. You are no less. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in one more time. And all of you that watched and all of you that listened, I appreciate it very much. This is Midnight Radio. I'm your host and your fruit Jerry Adams, if you're interested in becoming a member 
and joining the Fruit Loop Squad. You can do that. There's a link above there in the chat room if you're interested in being a member. Also, if you click the join button on our page there on YouTube, it'll show you what membership includes. You get a free, you get a video, and you get live streams. Uh, Two ninety nine. That makes you a midnight supporter. Four ninety nine makes you a midnighter, and nine ninety nine enters you into our writing class, which is going very well, everybody. Your assignment is due on the 28th, and we're going to have our first writer workshop where we're going to go over our assignments, our writing assignments. I worked on mine today. So, if you're a midnighter or a midnight writer, again, you also have access to Discord, and Discord is where the parties happen, and people might be going there after the live stream. I know I will for a little bit. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Until next time. All my best. All my best, guys.